This is Gerardo Del Real along with my co-host, Mr. Nick Hodge. This, Mr. Hodge, is episode 100 of Bizarro World. And let me tell you, if you would have told me that on our anniversary 100th episode, Trump would be impeached for the second time and it would be the final week of his presidency before our next podcast, I would not have believed it. But here we are. We're going to talk the fallout from the Capitol insurrection. We're going to talk about law enforcement and military's involvement. We touched on it a bit last week. We're getting more confirmation now from the FBI. We're going to talk about Mr. Eugene Goodman. But we're also going to talk gold. We're going to talk Bitcoin. We're going to talk copper. We're going to give out some awards this year. Um, as we do every year. And so a lot to get to. Mr. Hodge, how are you? Do you have power? Not at my home, uh, but at my office I do. And I fired up the generator before I left to keep the meat cold, as it were. And so um, we're good. But we had a historic windstorm here. And sorry to get a bit off topic. But in the Pacific Northwest of a uh, gust this morning over uh, 70 miles per hour, and the record was like 75, so uh, might have set a record somewhere. But that's a uh, high wind, as you can imagine. And with a bunch of tall pine trees, you can imagine uh, a lot of those are down and power lines down. So I think 30 or 40,000 people without power here in the Spokane area right now, and uh, is what it is. Onward. Wow. Well, um, yeah, 2001, right? <laughs> here we are again. Uh 2020, yeah. What year is it? 2021. Yeah. And, um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, but with the with the tech uh, stocks going up like they are, it does feel like 2000, 2001. And um, 100th episode is crazy. I feel like some uh, fireworks should be going off. Like, you know, when you text someone with an iPhone, happy birthday or happy uh, new year and like the fireworks go off automatically. I feel like we should have some. Uh, bizarre fireworks, but the earth is burning. So maybe that could be our uh, luminary for the for the uh, episode in year. Fireworks is so 2020, Nick. We got the National Guard and troops sleeping at the Capitol building um, because of confirmed threats of a, a a round two of what we saw last week. And so if um, if anyone thought this was a one off or if anyone thought that all of a sudden the mob Right, that 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 small portion of extremist Trump loyalist um, is is placated or satisfied. Um, you have another thing coming, and I would encourage everybody uh, to pay close attention. You know, it's a, a little bit ironic that in Trump's last week as president and our hundredth episode, the things that a lot of Trump supporters voted for walls, no fly list. Um, they, they got, and, um, guess what? They're on the receiving end right now. I see, you know, I, I must say somewhat amusing videos of, of people that were at, um, the insurrection, people that documented themselves there, people that posed for pictures alongside, you know, officers and broken windows and dudes with zip ties looking for Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi and they are just losing their mind, Nick, because they are being asked to get off flights and they are being told that they are not welcomed 
in the Capitol, and they are being arrested. We now have over 100 arrests, um, and, and we have to start here. I know we want to get to the markets, and we want to get to the awards, and we're going to give some awards for you know a, a variety of things. Uh, the best position stock for a 10-bagger in 2021, the biggest disappointment of 2020, the best IR person, um, the comeback stock of the year, and the hardest-working CEO. So you will get all of that. But we have to talk about what's going on. I mean, we just had President Trump impeached again. We'll find out if that sticks over the next couple of weeks. It seems like Mr. McConnell is at the very least receptive to seeing a case presented. I think this is a lot more troublesome given the fact that Trump's on his way out. And not for nothing, but if my legal team had the record that Mr. Trump's legal team has, um, I would be worried if I was Mr. Trump or a Trump in general. Thoughts on that front? Oh, a lot of thoughts, Gerardo. There's a lot to talk about there. Um, yeah, the details on uh, the people that were there and um, what's happened to them after as far as the arrests and the videos in the airport of the meltdowns with them being not allowed to get on flights if they were suspected of breaking laws or um, the FBI wanted to talk to them to, for more information, etc. has been um, just incredible to see unfold. I mean, if you thought the writers for the 2020 season were good, the, the writers for the 2021 season so far have been absolutely fantastic. And um, one or two examples, I mean, you know, the guy carrying the podium, right? That was uh, had, had Nancy Pelosi's podium and he was carrying it around with a, a, a grin on his face. You know, the guy that looked like Chip, Chip Gaines. There was a lot of memes about that. The guy that does the home renovations on HGTV. But anyway, it turns out this guy is, um, I think his wife is a doctor and they're fairly well off in, in Florida. And so it, it was just amazed me like the, the details about these people, they really spun the gamut of uh, socioeconomic uh, class and, and education levels. It was uh, really incredible to see. And so that was, a, that was one good plot line I saw. Another good plot line I saw was the, of course, we talked about <laughs> plot the line. guy. Yeah, no, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, uh, we, we can't, we can't it, leave podium guy not. yet. Yes, yes. We can't leave podium guy yet though. We have to, we have to give podium guy some context. This gentleman's, well, not, not this gentleman, this asshole is from Florida. I refuse to call these guys gentlemen. Um, this asshole's from Florida. And I, I don't know, you had to have seen the video of his attorneys being asked, well, how do you plan on defending your client? He posted pictures of him with the podium inside the Capitol building. He's being charged with trespassing on federal property at the very least. And his attorney literally said, well, I'm not a magician. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> Yeah, the, I mean, this is the lighter side of it. We'll, we'll get into the. You started light, and then you went. You went to the to the heavy. So I'm starting light, and we'll get heavy again. Yeah, you know, you can't make the stuff up. Just like you can't make up the the Viking guy not eating in. He got arrested, right? And not eating because he's not allowed to get organic food, right? Um, and so. I mean, like, what kind of plot line is that? The guy who puts on a Viking helmet and storms the Capitol shirtless won't eat non-organic food in prison? I mean, you couldn't make these storylines up if you tried. Um, just incredible. And then to get a little bit darker, I mean, very, very dangerous. The more videos that come out, whether it's, um, you know, the police officer who lost his, lost his life, the crowd dragging and beating uh, police officers, beating them with flagpoles, nonetheless. I mean, the the uh the irony there right and um uh, the irony that the officer who died was an avid trump supporter 
Yeah, I mean, just incredible. Just and we'll talk more about the law. We'll talk more about the law enforcement in a second. I mean, and then you know, you see videos of coordinated movements of people in tactical gear, like moving through the crowd. And so, I think there was really, it was so disorganized that there was people there just to have a, a day off, right? Just there to commemorate it, to film it, to post it on Instagram. And then there was people there, as you said, you know, uh, paramilitary with zip ties, armed. The one guy had pipe bombs and. Uh, assault rifles in his car and I think like two pistols uh, on his person right and so um, I mean they were breaking windows I saw one video of a lady shouting through a megaphone like instructions to people inside of like how to navigate through the rooms and stuff so they had like plans of the building and so there was all sorts of people there and all sorts of initiatives and I think it's going to take a while to to, to to make sense of it all but it was certainly a dangerous situation it was certainly a sad situation for our country and, and you and I talked about with the military budgets we have and with the security since 9-11 and the Patriot Act how can something like this uh, even happen and then and turning to the president, which you uh, is actually what you asked me about. It's uh, incredible. He's I think uh, seven seven Republicans so far I've seen have said they're going to vote ten uh, ten now ten confirmed. Oh, ten. So I mean, yeah, things are moving very quick, and of course, this won't be out for a couple of days, but. Um, yeah, some of them are having their come to Jesus moment and, and some are digging their, their heels in. It's, it's, it's interesting to, to watch. It's obviously more of a, a symbolic vote, right? Given that he is uh, completely at the end of his presidency. Um, so history being made, uh, fourth turnings, uh, turning as it were. Um, and don't forget also that, um, you have, uh, new president coming in, a new head of the Senate coming in as a result. And uh, the the vote sort of counting changes over the coming weeks. And also they have um, maybe not bigger fish to fry, but certainly other uh, fish to fry. And that stimulus needs to be passed. Multiple trillions of stimulus, right, Gerardo? And so um, a, a lot of work to do and, and, and seemingly um, trying to... T- Trying to what's the term? Drink the uh, the Hoover Dam through a garden hose. Trying to to keep track of all this right now. The ten Republicans who voted to impeach is is the most it makes for the most bipartisan impeachment ever. First off, second, there would have been more, admittedly, by Republicans themselves. However, several of them were on the floor today and just. Full disclosure for everybody, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday after market, um, a bit early this week. And so the impeachment news just broke, but a lot, there, there, there were several, not a lot, there were several, multiple um, people from the Republican Party that got up there and said, I would vote to impeach, but I fear for my life and my family's life if I do. And there were several, several others that shared this privately um, with supposedly confirmed sources. AOC is absolutely right in saying we were elected to serve the people. And if you are afraid to serve the people and you believe that he should be impeached and you won't impeach simply to save yourself and your family, get out. Public service isn't for you. You'll do fine in the private sector. Leave now. This is what fourth turnings are about, everybody. It's where tough decisions have to be made. They have to be made. And, it, and, and, and frankly, this isn't one of them. If you break into my house, 
where my children and my wife are or come onto my property, there is no limit to what I will do to protect them because I am the person who raises his hand and says that is my job. So when you take the oath and you swear to serve the people, if you are too afraid to do so, leave. No judgments. Get out. Make way. Because I guarantee you, there's a a new batch of people from the right and people from the left and people from the middle that are more than happy to come in and do your job for you. It really upsets me. Last week I said I was sad. I am pissed this week, Nick. It really upsets me that after what just happened at the Capitol last week, I have an idiot like Lauren Boebert or whatever her name is refuse. She's a piece of work. work. They need to arrest this bitch. And I don't call her a bitch because she's a woman. I call her a bitch because she's acting like one. She won't go through a metal detector and refuses to give her piece up. She won't wear a mask. She won't quit going up to the National Guard that's there to protect everybody without a mask. I, I, I saw another stupid, dumb senator get up there with a mask that said censored as she gave a speech on national TV. What is wrong with you people? And I'm not saying Republicans. I'm talking specifically these two dingbats. What is wrong with these people? Am I the crazy one for being upset at this, Nick? I think there's a lot of people upset. I think there's a lot of emotions running high. And I think that um, it's par for the course with uh, where we are in in, in uh, America's life cycle. I think that um, politicians serving the people is... <laughs> Uh, a novel idea these days and that shouldn't be the case and um hopefully as you say it's time for tough decisions to be made that changes because obviously you and i have talked about these things ad nauseum you shouldn't go into congress uh you know uh come out rich you shouldn't be profiting from your time there um you shouldn't have uh pet interest and special interest and that's um, obviously what it's uh, come down to. Um, and um, no, you're not wrong to be upset at all. I think uh, lots of people are uh, upset and and trying to articulate uh, why they are upset and um, honestly trying to, to figure out what to do about it, right? So I think a lot of people feel helpless. So um, yeah, absolutely okay to feel upset. We have to talk about, right now it's tens, but I, I, I suspect it's going to be in the hundreds of, of law enforcement, military officials, active and not active, um, members of the business community. As you mentioned, you know, it's really easy for the media on both sides of it to paint Trump, Trump supporters and the people that did this all as the Viking guy, right? All as the guy with the podium. There were realtors there. There were donors there. Um, there's unconfirmed, uh, uh, to me anyway, by not, not by multiple sources. Uh, there has been a source that has confirmed it, but I like to get my news from multiple sources to make sure it's accurate. But there's unconfirmed reports of, you know, Republican shadow funds funding um, trips of 70, 80, 90 people. Clarence to, Thomas's wife, right? Exactly, exactly. Um so I suspect that, you know, the, the, the number of government employees paid by taxpayers that 
ended up helping coordinate this will end up being in the hundreds. There's unconfirmed rumors of large groups taking a tour of the Capitol the day before. There's unconfirmed rumors that this is how a lot of the worst part of that mob was able to bypass the, 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 the offices of the senators they didn't have a problem with and knew exactly how to focus in on the offices of the people that they wanted to execute, kidnap, do God knows what else. Um, I, like everything else, right? Like everything else, want justice and accountability to the umpth degree on this. We cannot as a country, I don't care what party you're from, allow this to happen in the United States of America. I can't believe the National Guard by the hundreds has to sleep inside the Capitol building and we got senators refusing to wear a mask or go through a metal detector. Talk about entitled. A week after five people lost their lives. Their lives. Insane. It, it's incredible. And we have uh, we have more to go because, uh, as you know, inauguration is next week. There's FBI warnings out in um, well, all the states, actually, the capitals. And so um, we'll see how this continues. We'll see what the fallout is as, as far as the virus is concerned. There were some Congress people who uh, tested positive for the virus after having to uh, be in close quarters with the uh, other unmasked Congress people, uh, they were hiding out, right? I mean, there's so many uh, plot lines and so many things to talk about. It's uh, it, it really is uh, incredible. And we'll see what this uh, change brings in the next week, if it brings uh, uh, a change in tone and a change in, in rhetoric and a, and a cooling of heads. And um, what did I see someone say the other day? Biden is... Uh, I'm mediocre and that's just fine. That's just what we need right now. Just let them get in there and be mediocre. <laughs> mediocre is 10 levels up from where we're at right now. Um, <laughs> let's hope for a boring presidency. Um, exactly right. He's mediocre and boring. That's exactly what I said. Yep. Got to highlight because I've been very, I was very vocal last week and, 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 and rightfully so it now, it appears, um, it now appears very vocal last week about Capitol police and the failure and I didn't say it was a failure. I said they were complicit. And a lot of them, it, 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 it's proven to be that thus far. Um, but but there were good, good, good police officers, Capitol Police, that did some good work. And, and look, man, to Mr. Eugene Goodman, um, kudos to that guy. He is the officer that is seen being chased um, by several people in this mob. And, you know, he 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 what he was doing was leading people, the rioters, away from the Senate chambers. And so he wasn't retreating out of fear. He was trying to get the mob away from the Senate chambers where the lawmakers were sheltering and the armed officers were. And so to have that presence of mind, kind of like those two young staffers that you know took the electoral votes and secured them in the middle of this madness, kudos to them. And again, it, it, it's, it's, it's moments and actions like the staffers that picked up the boats, the officer that, that led this mob away from the Senate chambers, the bravery that, re, that, that that's required to do that. 
That's why I get so upset at the dumbasses that refuse to wear a mask inside the chambers when there's, you know, tons of people in Congress that are in their 70s, high risk groups. How hard is it to just be a human for a couple of hours while the mob looks for people to kill? How hard is it to just go through the metal detector so you can get to perform the duties that you were elected to perform? How hard is it to just keep our troops safe by putting a mask on? I'm going to go see Dave Chappelle on Friday. You know what a part of the condition to go see Dave Chappelle is? Take a COVID test, put a mask on. And no cell phones and it's outside. I can do that for a comedy show. I don't like the mask. I believe government uses a lot of what's transpired with COVID to, to like, like they use everything else to, 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 to gain more power. I do believe we have to be vigilant against that. I do believe that, you know, censorship is something to watch out for in this country. Um, but I also believe you can be a good human and criticize and disagree and work to make, you know, all the better parts of our country even better without resorting to the type of stupidity that exists. Because there is a lot of it on display right now. And like you said, Nick, I don't believe it's going away anytime soon, unfortunately. Unfortunately, that's right. All right, let's get to the markets. We have gold at 1848. We have silver at 2519. The dollar's holding on for dear life to that 90 level. Copper's still at 363. Bitcoin Bitcoin went from 40 to 30 and it's at 36 as we speak. <laughs> um, how's your how's your SPAC doing? Ball. It's like a ping pong ball. Speaking of that, how is your SPAC doing? The one we talked about last week with Jay-Z oh. and his company. And how'd that, how's that going? We're going okay. So, I mean, we're coming up on the, the de-spacking I told you about, right? And I think it was uh, at like the 10, 15 level last week or thereabouts. And well, today it's up over 20% alone. So it's uh, approaching $13. And, um, you know, how else can you say it? It's a euphoric market. I mean, uh, multi-billion dollar corporations are, are are going up very fast. I was telling you before we started recording that GameStop was up like 76% today. And so, you know, you've got um, large caps trading like penny stocks and um, uh, everything is supposedly awesome, uh, except the Fed can't find any inflation. And, you know, that whole, you know, that old drill jar though. Because so anyway, to, to, to answer your question, <laughs> the SPAC is doing good. I mean, cannabis stocks in general are doing uh, pretty good. And um, this one's a big one in California, as I told you. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. Good, 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 good. Um, thoughts on gold? I, I, I want to get into awards here. And it's been a relatively um, you know, stable market. Nothing too much to the upside, nothing too much to the downside. So I want to make sure that we don't um take time away from the awards that we have in mind uh yeah no i mean it needs to make new highs and um with rates going you know uh up it's been unable to do that slight pullback in rates this week led to a slight uptick in gold but uh drill results etc not being received as they should be the market has other things to look at as you mentioned uh, copper stocks are, are doing well uh Crypto's doing well, pot stocks doing well, and so it's not the it's not the flavor of the month, but it will be one of these months this year. Good, 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 good. One last thing on the Trumpster since he's out of here, and this will be the last week that 
we get to cover him as a president. Um, it was so crazy last week, Nick. We didn't even talk about the call to try a, to fabricate 11,000 votes in Georgia and the pressure that was put there, which I think is an impeachable offense itself. I'm no lawyer. Um, but if it's not impeachable, it's got to be criminal. And again, with the legal team and the record, you know, I think they were like one in 50 or something and trying to get things overturned. Um, I would be sweating if I was Mr. Trump. And, you know, you mentioned that, yeah, it's the last week and it's not really consequential, but it, but it is a bit. If the impeachment holds or if he's charged criminally, it would prevent him from running a second time. And, you know, I don't know what aspirations Mr. Trump has. He's mid-70s. He's obese. Right. Um, he doesn't hold the best diet. Um, but let's say he's robustly healthy and, and mentally there and sharp and, you know, great at branding the way he always been. That's that's the one thing he's been. He's always been great at branding. Um, and he continues on and wants to make a run in 2024. Um, this would prevent that. So so there is some consequence. Uh, shame aside from from you know the, the 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 potential impeachment actually sticking and or criminal charges and the fact that in the last week of a presidency in the United States of America those are the two options on the table and they're very real options i think just kind of brings full circle to the chaos that has been the past 4 years right chaos is the right word that's exactly what i was going to say so much has transpired you forget that um they ran around the president to, to bring in the National Guard, which is like a complete usurpation of chain of command and would logically tell you that, and I'm not even an expert on this, the 25th Amendment would have to be invoked, right? And they're just like, nah, like Trump, uh, Pence is like, nah, I'm not going to do that, even though I kind of like already did that. And so, so many nonsensical things, so much happened so fast. Uh, that's what I was saying earlier. It's going to take um, a while to to analyze it all and and and, and see all these nuances. Uh, the, the call to get to fabricate votes is is crazy, but so much has been crazy in the past. Um, I don't know. Let's call it a year, I guess. That, <laughs> a week. Um, <laughs> you month. need a you need, you need a scale. You need like a Richter scale of craziness. A Richter scale of craziness um, is right. Let's get to the awards, Nick. We got to hand out some awards. A lot of people did some really good things out there. It's important to highlight those. Um, let's start with the best. Now, let's start with the hardest working CEO. Let's go there. We reward hard work around here. Merit-based, right? That's what we do, Nick. I like to reward hard work. I'm going to let you go first so I don't steal any answers. I, I made a, a list of a couple of names in case that ends up uh, happening because we don't, you know, rehearse or anything. I like it. We don't um, like everything else. I, I once had somebody tell me that an interview with Jordan Trimble from Sky Harbor, they 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 asked Jordan um, to start doing unscripted interviews. And I said, no, Jordan just really knows his shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's why it sounds scripted. None of what we do is scripted. For the record out there, guys, there is no, you know, here's your script or your Q&A thing or anything like that. It's just a conversation and it's really literally whatever comes to mind. So I'm glad it sounds scripted to some of you, um, but it's not. So with that, the hardest working CEO on, on, on my end, it's got to be Arturo Bonillas from Magna Gold. I mean, and you knew this was coming. Yeah, he's on my list. And yeah. so was Jordan, for what it's worth. Well, there, there, there you go. There you go. And we'll get into Mr. Trimble um, and, and, and the excellent work he's done. But, you know, Arturo Bonilla, CEO of Magna Gold, had managed to put together one of the best deals um, in the past year. 
uh, in acquiring the San Francisco mine for the equivalent of five to six million dollars, which is just ridiculous. Um, there was gold on the pads. It had some operational issues. This was an asset that him and the team were familiar with back in the Timmins gold days. Um, the operational challenges appear to have stemmed from the personnel that was running that operation, the lack of investment. And so, you know, all Arturo did was get it running, got itself funded, put himself in a position to generate some $20 million in cash flow in the first five or six months, um, is ramping up, has a stated goal of 75,000 gold ounces of production this year. Oh, by the way, he's got a couple of other properties that he's going to turn into satellite deposits um, and, and just start mining simultaneously. Oh, also, he's got one of the most prospective silver portfolios in Mexico that will likely get spun out into a Magna Silver if 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 my wishes are granted. It's what I'd like to see with that. Um, drilling multiple properties, producing, still on the M&A hunt. I mean, if you are in the mining space and like exploration and self-funded exploration and production and want exposure to all of it, gold in a stable jurisdiction, no permitting issues in that part of Mexico. You have to like Magna Gold and man, kudos to Mr. Arturo Bonillas and the team. They've done a phenomenal job um, with that with that asset and, and with the other assets that they're developing. I would agree. He's uh, on my list as well. I knew you would likely select him. And so um, that's why I let you go first. And uh, he's been a busy, busy man and um, has gotten a lot done for sure. I'll give you who else was on my short list. So we'll sort of do like, um, you know, consolation. And then I'll tell you my the, the one who I'm awarding it to. So Jordan Trimble was on the short list. We, we mentioned him, obviously a very hard worker with Sky Harbor, uh, knows his stuff. Um, managing multiple uh, projects, both as an operator and, you know, as sort of a joint venture um, type model. And so <clears throat> a lot of hard work there. Uh, Michael Hudson was on my list. You know how hard Michael works uh, for, for multiple companies. And, he, he was next. Um, mm -hmm. Always, always reaching out, always on top of it. Um, knowledgeable as well. Hugh Agro's on the list. Um, same, always reaching out, providing you with uh, reports, um, doing great things at, at Bear Track or Net. Uh, exploration wise to bring that asset uh, back into production, you know, unveiling a PEA this year that a lot of work went into drilling a, a lot while well, raising money, first of all, um, and then um, undertaking a large drill campaign. But um, I'm going to give it to Mr. Stephen Quinn um, because he's been relieved of his duties. And so I figured we, I could honor him in this capacity by giving him this stupid award, right, on the Bizarro World podcast. <laughs> and so um, just a lot of work at Midas Gold to not only get the feasibility study done, but to get to the end of the permitting line um, while doing things the, the right way as far as uh, the community is concerned and um, environmentally as well. And so um, you can imagine with the level of commenting and uh, what goes into to, uh, NEIS, the amount of work that, that Stephen was doing this week with the feasibility study to boot. So I think Mr. Stephen Quinn was the hardest working CEO last year. Well done. Um, I, I, I can't disagree. I mean, he absolutely earned it. Uh, no doubt about it. The amount of work 
that goes into advancing a project like the Snib Night project through the permitting phase and putting the company in a position where it's now a legitimate takeout target and allowing Mr. Paulson and company, frankly, the 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 flexibility to be able to put it in play um, is 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 in large part due to Mr. Quinn and the team there. So. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great choice and a great pick. And, and on Michael Hudson, I have to say, you know, Mike was able to take a stock that, 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 you know, just was going in the wrong direction. And all he managed to do was pull off one of the best joint ventures of 2020, um, with Jogmec for, for a large portion of the San Martin project. And now what he's done is he's also got an extra 300 square kilometers right alongside that project. That's a hundred percent staked, um, and 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 provides exposure to copper and gold discovery. So I think twenty twenty one will be an exciting year for hand and metals. So yeah, kudos to those gentlemen. Like it. What's the next one? Best IR person. Um, I'll, I guess we can just you and alternate. I'm going to give it to Sean Thompson, who I might have given it to before. I'm not sure how many times we've done these awards, and I don't even own shares in his company or cover it. But uh, <laughs> he's always trying to get me to, and that's why he's the best IR person of the of the year. Um, uh, you know, reaching out when they have press releases, keeping me abreast of what's going on with the 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 camp the campaign and. Um, why it should be valued this way or that way and always communicating but not pushy as uh, obviously some IR people can be and I just um, uh, get along well with Sean so uh, I would give it to him but you know who else I was thinking about and um, <laughs> sorry I'm just going to say multiple people is is Don Mosher because he wears multiple uh. hats and uh, Desert Mountain has had a fantastic year on the helium front and, and Recess has done quite well as well. And he sends personalized emails for every email or for every press release that Recess has contextualizing it and what it means as far as, you know, revenue terms or why it's important, et cetera. And so he deserves a shout out too. Excellent. My pick is Michael Hudson. <laughs> I mean, listen, bottom line is this. Mawson Gold and Hannon Metals um, don't have, you know, an in-house uh, big name IR department. What they do have is Michael Hudson, who not only, you know, leads along with Nick Cook and the rest of the excellent, you know, geologic team there, um, leads the exploration efforts, but also is the first person to reach out and give context on drill results why they're important, what they mean, why they missed, how they hit, what is next. And this isn't a one-off. This isn't once a month. Um, this is on every single release for every company he's involved. And that is what you're supposed to do if you're being paid to get the company message out. And there's a lot of great IR people out there but I don't know of one that's better than Michael Hudson. So he's going to get that award from me as well. Now he's a beast. And you know, I, there, people wear multiple hats, right? So, yeah, I mean, I knew that we're going to CEOs were going to come up in this, in this award too. Absolutely. Biggest disappointment of 2020. It's your turn. I'm going to give it to Cordoba Minerals again, which continues to rape its shareholders. Um you know, at the, uh, at the, uh, at the direction of, you know, HPX and, you know, the large influential group behind them. I mean, look, the bottom line is this, 
they continue to gift themselves shares at ridiculously low prices. They, you know, have taken, I, I don't even know how many shares they have outstanding. Now they've done so many raises at five cents, six cents, so many loans, um, full warrants. It's been, um, you know, they're the most recent one. They're still giving themselves full warrants for 24 months in the context of 363 copper and 1860 gold, 1850 gold. That's absolutely insane. You know, HPX now owns 28.6 million units. Um, nah, actually, no, as as of the closing, no, 58.4. Again, it, it, it's hard so to they are, keep. Have they rolled it back yet or not yet? Not yet. Not yet. And so, so, yeah, I think Robert Freeland owns like like 600 million shares or something. I haven't looked at it in a while, but it's something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it's ridiculous. And, and here's the part that's upsetting about it. You know, I've been to that project. Um, South 32 has a permitted project just, you know, miles away. The rocks are phenomenal. It's it's near surface gold and copper, tons of exploration upside. You know, this is a company that once upon a time traded, you know, for for a, a buck 50. Over a buck. And yeah. over a buck. Yeah, absolutely. And looked like it was destined, you know, to be a, a four, five, six dollar stock. And instead what happened is, you know, when HPX got involved, it just became a gifting of shares. I joked with you privately the other day when you mentioned, you know, the great work that Mr. Friedland and his team uh, was doing with another copper asset that, you know, they would likely source the copper and the gold from, you know, the San Matias project for free. <laughs> because it's the only thing that makes sense to me as to why you would continue to do this. Of course, the answer is you gift yourself you know, 60, 70% of the company at, at ridiculously low prices. And, and and if you get a favorable copper and gold environment, then, you know, they'll still go up and, or you just take it private, right? And so, yeah, I, 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 I think at the very least, they've been transparent about what they're doing. They haven't hit it. I mean, you can, you can look at the last, I don't know, five, six press releases. It's all about share issuance, loans, um, in other ways to satisfy the loan that they gave themselves. It's, it, it's been tough to watch as somebody that, that picked that uh, years ago and stood by it because I like the rocks. The rocks are still phenomenal, but yeah, that, that's been the biggest disappointment for me. And you know what, even though it's been disappointing, um, if you want to talk about one that could go up, like you said, you, you got to put it in that category as well because uh, Absolutely. The, share, the share structure has been destroyed. And I think they're going to roll it back like 30 for one or something like that. And so, um, yeah, it's been frustrating, but worth a look in that respect. That's mine. Biggest disappointment um, of the year for you, Mr. Hodge. What is on my list? Um, I think the biggest disappointment of the year, despite – um, Alma did not getting its permit. It has to be for me personally, Millrock Resources, okay. uh, not hit, not hitting up at uh, a good pastor right next door to, to Pogo. I'm no geologist, but the, um, you know, the drawings and the maps and the, the trends of where the mineralization should have been, it just seemed like that was a, a no brainer and to have come up, um, relatively empty on 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 those holes adjacent to the pogo project was quite disappointing for me and so um i mean that's it there's not really any other way to say that the the, the company their partner their australian partner um 
I think it's going to continue with the project and see another round of drilling. But um, that was as close to a, a slam dunk as I thought I've seen. And so, uh, and just when you think you know, right, the rocks, uh, Mother Nature doesn't cooperate. And um, that's disappointing. The first time we did one of these, Nick, our most disappointing stock for you on your end was Hannon Metals. And that's, you know, when, when the team had missed um, on some very deep holes at the Kilbricken project in Ireland, a zinc project that was very well researched, a project, by the way, that's still very prospective and still could yield a discovery. Um, but copper's in favor right now and, 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 and drilling those deep holes cost a lot of money. And in, in, in fairness to Millrock, you know, Hannon was able to turn it, turn it around and do some spectacular things. We talked a bit about Michael Hudson and what he was able to do with the pivot into, you know, Peru and the San Martin project. And I expect a lot from that team this year. Um, let's hope this time next year, we're having that same conversation. You mentioned, uh, Mill Rock's Australian partner. They've committed to another $5 million in exploration this year. Uh, they could have walked away from the project. They've, um, drilled some very nice countertops up until now, but that's as much as they've gotten for the 5 million that they put into work in 2020. So let's hope that the next 5 million yields more than some nice rock for countertops, right? That's it. The best position stock for a 10-bagger in 2021. We're going to crystal ball it and make idiots of ourselves likely, but let's do it because why not? Yeah. So this was this was a late entry. This was uh, uh, You snuck this one in on me. Give me one second. Um, I told you we freestyle then, this stuff, everybody. And, <laughs> and then I'll start blathering. But if I'm just looking real quick, scan, scan, scan. Um Shit, Gerardo. Uh, I can go Sky first. Har- Sky, I'll give you two. Sky Harbor can go up uh, ten times uh, if they hit. If this, if they, if there's a lot of ifs here, right? Uh, if this uranium cycle comes, I'm not. This isn't like they are. I'm just telling you why they could, right? And you asked best position, so maybe best position um, at the current moment could go up uh, ten times. Cucho uh, Copper could go up ten times, man. That is a hell of a copper asset. Mm-hmm. Copper is is looking good. Um, they are right there. The, the metallurgy is done. It's time for that project to get going. I'll tell you, I think Kucho Copper is best positioned for a 10-bagger. Excellent. Excellent. Mine is Ethos Gold. That, that was right there for me too. Yep. Good I one. mean, look, Discovery Group Company has a market cap of 19 million Canadian, trades at 21 cents. They have, I believe it's seven now, district-scale gold projects. Most will likely get joint ventured. All are quality projects. Um, Rob Carpenter of Kamenak fame has come on to lead the technical team. Um, aggressive team. I believe they'll, they'll, they'll likely discover several, several deposits in 2021. And, and I think everyone knows that I expect a, a robust year in the gold price, especially in you know the second, third, and fourth quarter this year. And I think... They, 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 they are, uh, you know, on to some significant, significant projects and, you know, 20 million to 200 million in a robust market is, 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 it can happen quick folks. So if I had to pick one, I would go with Ethos Gold. Well, it sure can happen quick. I don't know if we're going to do turnaround companies or not, but there was a couple 10 baggers this year for sure. And so, yeah, things happen fast. And Ethos was right there for me. And, you know, it's funny. You could have said Ethos was disappointing in 2020, right? Just because it took the entire year to put that team and advisors together and no drilling got done. But now they got all these projects, right? And so now it's positioned, right? That's why you can give it as an answer for that one. 
Agreed. We have to do turnaround stock of the year. This was the year of the turnaround, or last year was. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Go ahead. You can go first. Chicana Copper. Chicana Copper with the Soledad Project. I mean, look, this is a company that had a 52-week low of $0.07 cents on March 17th, 2020. $0.07. Cents. And then hit a 52-week high of $0.80 cents just six months later on September the 23rd. So again, from $0.07 cents to $0.80, cents, currently trading at $0.56 cents and knocking it out of the park, by the way, with the gold, copper, silver results at the Soledad Project. I think that Chicana is going to have a phenomenal 2021. Um, and and again, in the context of this copper environment, in the context of this gold environment, and in the context of you know how how apparently predictable the geology has been for them because they've hit on, on damn near everything out there, I think Chicana is absolutely a stock to watch that could deliver the same type of returns in 2021, frankly, that it did in 2020. It's got a lot of drilling ahead. It's got a, 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 a good backer there with gold fields and those, those holes are phenomenal. So good. I'm going to give you a couple because I've been cheating the whole time. So I'm just going to keep on cheating. Hey, it worked for the uh, Trumpster until it didn't. I, I could tell you about <laughs> uh, critical elements, which went from 17 cents in March mm. to uh, over a buck. I'm not sure it was necessarily uh, a, a turnaround. I mean, the, the lithium wave sort of just rematerialized. Of course, um, they're on the cusp of permitting, but that hasn't come yet. They've just got a quality lithium project. So not really a turnaround, except for the um, share price, which I am fortunate to be involved in. Um, I could also tell you about Midas Gold. Mm, um, that was on my list. Yeah, I mean, Midas was uh, 23 cents in March and ended up running... Um, with some help to over two dollars, <laughs> I know. Um, I know in, a guy <laughs> in the in the late summer, and so that's uh, quite a turnaround as well. But I, the one I got to tell you about, really, for for this is a non resource stock, and it's one we talked about throughout the year, um, and it's visibility. Um, this is a stock that hit a low of ten cents, um, and now has been as high as ninety five cents. Um, and really, it was ten cents just a couple of months ago. And so we talked about the deal they have with uh, AB InBev in in uh, Mexico and Modelo Rama. That's Modelo exactly Rama. right, Modelo Rama. But we were talking about them earlier in the year because they can also um, sense temperature and things with their uh, technology through monitors. And so they're being deployed for for some for some COVID related things. But um, that's a heck of a turnaround in share price and um, a heck of an acceleration as well. I mean, in the month of December, those shares went from 25 cents to 70 cents. And most of that came in like the first, I don't know, five or seven days of trading. So mm. um, and that's not, you know, promotion that was um, executing on, on deals that have major revenue bearing implications. So that's what I consider a turnaround. Good stuff. Good stuff. What do you see? Uh, what do you see for 2021, Mr. Hodge? What should people be paying attention to? I'll, I'll put a couple of things out there. I think um, the critical metal space, I think we've seen that's heated up tremendously, but I think that has a lot of legs um, due to geopolitical uncertainty and the assertiveness of governments around the world finally putting money and action behind the promise of ensuring and securing domestic critical metals supply chains. Those take time to develop. They also take considerable amounts of capital. And if if Mr. Biden is true to his word 
And look, he's coming out the gate and saying, hey, I got a stimulus plan on Thursday for you. It'll be step one. Then we're going to two-step it with a second one right afterwards. But let's get some money in people's hands immediately um, while these lockdowns and, and, and continue and, and COVID cases and hospitalizations, unfortunately, and deaths continue to rise. Um, you can agree or disagree with the politics or you can catch the trend and try to make some money off of it. And, and, and then hold your personal opinions, which is fine, right? Of course. But I think, I think those are sectors to watch in 2021. And then, and then uranium, you have to, you have to, you have to realize just how decimated, um, the uranium space has been and for how long, right? And so, yes, they've, the, 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 the uranium equities have had a nice little run to start the year and they did to end 2020, but they are nowhere near where they will be if if that sector really takes off as I expect it to. I don't know what this blind squirrel is going to stumble into. I think that <laughs> um, pot stocks still have a, a bit of ways to go, uh, given the change of administration, given the states that are, are opening up. Um, how high? How I, high? How high? I had to. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> how high? <laughs> So high, so high. <laughs> all right, um, all right, all right. I don't know. Let me look. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, pot has uh, pot can go higher. Energy can reinflate further for sure. It's just uh, underperformed for for so long that if things are going to reinflate, energy could 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 do well. Natural gas has um, done uh, quite well recently. Um, energy in general, I think, was the best performing sector in December and then has a ways to go to play uh, catch up as do like materials and industrials in general. And that would include um, what you were talking about, uh, critical and strategic uh, metals and minerals, including lithium. Right. And so uh, those are things I would be looking at. Clean tech, I would be looking at uh, once again, solar stocks, energy storage stocks, smart grid uh things uh and then um you got to pay attention to these numbers that are going to come out here in the next couple of months uh because the numbers in 2020 were so wonky that like year over year stuff is going to be doubly wonky and so um especially with all the money coming out of the system i'm you know how, how do you fight the fed when uh you know the stocks are going straight up like this and 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 across multiple asset classes and so um be careful for when the, the punch bowl and the chairs start to get taken away from the party, I would say, as well. Well said. Well said. Mr. Hodge, it's been 100 episodes. It coincides with Trump's last week. Trump did a Friday and got fired on his day off. <laughs> it's been an interesting ride. <laughs> Well, if we do a hundred more, um, we'll be uh, two years closer to the to the end of this uh, crisis period of the fourth turning, and um, I don't think the world is going to be getting any less bizarre in that time as the uh, crescendo or the peak of the crisis is reached. And so, um, I think the the next one hundred episodes are going to be as eventful as the first one hundred. You don't think we'll have to rename the podcast the Unicorn and Rainbows and Butterflies podcast? I don't think so. Not yet. <laughs> all right. We'll see. That's all we got this week, folks. I am Gerardo Del Real, along with my co-host, Mr. Nick Hodge. This was the 100th episode of Bizarro World. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Be kind to each other. 
wash your hands, have some common sense. If you have some, spread the word and back again to being kind. Nick, say bye to everybody. See you at 101.